Hey guys, it's Pat. And it's Russell. And this is Critical Whimsy. Russell, how are you doing? Uh, it's been an interesting week. Busy. I'm telling down. you. How are you doing? What have you been getting? <laughs> he's so he's so mysterious. Everyone's like, what does that mean? <laughs> okay, well, I started my photography course. That's been interesting. Lots of learning for a guy that's only ever used points and shoots on automatic before. Now trying to yeah. learn everything there is about it. The friend who was hinting at trying to get me to invest in a business decided to stop hinting and went a bit more direct. That was exasperating. I'm sure we'll delve more into that a little bit later. The house training with the puppy is going slowly. There is shit everywhere. Oh, no. Shame, man. Just the nature of it. Yeah, puppy training is hard. And she is so small. <laughs> so that's been my week. How about yours? Just been working and, you know, grinding on. And I got lost in Florida this morning, as I was telling you before we started. It's not Florida, America, but it sounds, it, it sounds a lot like Florida, America. South Africa, Florida, Joburg, Florida. So that was... <laughs> a bit of an ordeal and yeah I'm fine it just goes to show you've got to keep your phone on you but yeah I'm cool I'm I'm, I'm psyched for the weekend and in a good space cool so hiking again. I, I haven't heard what the site is but yeah probably I'll go for a hike on Saturday morning I wouldn't see why not <laughs> I've been training so yeah so anyway this week guys we haven't been this excited about an episode in a long time. I mean, we're always excited, but then those 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 episodes we get extra dorky about. And Critical Whimsy is going to do um, a true crime type episode today. But because we're Critical Whimsy, it's about us and how to adult. So rather than being an armchair detective and any other cliche that people love, because we know that true crime is you know a big 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 kind of a part we're going to do how to deal with and i mean russ will give you a more specific description but how in a nutshell how to deal with connors in your life when you're trying to adult good topic fun topic <laughs> and <rather than laughs> you're like us, as they always are. what um, do you say russ initial thoughts well i suppose let's uh, start with a little bit more background on what prompted the topic so the friend who was hinting uh, asked directly, but instead of the question like, hey, so why aren't you investing in my business? It's phrased, hey, why aren't you saving me? So I start the explanation of why I won't invest in the business, ignore the emotional blackmail that she's trying to do there. And it degenerates into a sort of running WhatsApp argument of her trying to convince me why I should constant guilt trips and attempts at manipulation and that uh, and she conversation ended uh like put my foot down look i've made my decision just respect me she gets one last parting shot in and i haven't heard from her since but all very underhanded manipulative not cool not what you would want from a brain. I th you know what I took from this because I was trying to think of a, a podcast episode for this week and then I know everyone was raging about the, tw the, the, Tinder, the Tinder swindler 
and mm. that was the big kind of thing and so I decided let me watch this documentary start watching this documentary and I go oh my goodness you know one of the things that doesn't really occur to us is how every day of our lives we are dealing with con people or we are trying to con people ourselves and you know in the in this uh, this guy he used what they call emotional and you use the exact word emotional uh conning to get women to give him money and i really i knew what the name was i knew it was about a con guy i knew the guy was a con man but even hearing the beginning of the the story of the first girl i was just how do you get from a guy you meet him and on the first date he takes you on a private jet to you taking up thousands and thousands and thousands of brands worth of loans and credit cards and how do you you know get from this one place where i mean because there's such a i mean if imagine you, when you go on a date your first date and i've actually said this so many times that after the first date with most guys it goes downhill so if you so I always say like if the guy takes you to a nice restaurant then you can be rest assured you'll be at McDonald's for the rest of the relationship if you start at birth you're going to i don't know you're going to be cooking for him a lot and and it's so interesting because i think that in life people do this and it happens a lot more frequently we watch these things and everyone goes those girls were stupid you know how can you but we also live in a country where we're very very you know we uh, to get um con artists emailing you on a daily basis or phoning you is no big deal you know our banks don't even i mean it's a, a very big blame the victim culture we have here because you have to be so careful with everything you've got in your situation what was really interesting was starting to unpack it and go this person had never asked you for money or anything before right yeah until she'd gone to your house and then after that she kind of made a few decisions about you and your financial situation yeah pretty much and all of all of a sudden she started and she did and we spoke about this where last week where she kind of found out stuff about me i had a spare phone I was very into animal rights and she used that information on me to try and get me to do stuff and then with you I mean she completely and utterly I mean to say to someone first of all to try and act like it's a business deal and say I mean she was she did she played you she and I mean you saw what was happening but she was still very committed to the relationship but she kind of was sending you business proposals and remember i called bullshit at that point yeah yeah and it was all and every single day and this is what the sky and the tinder the tinder swindler did he would message these chicks and it would be i love you i love you i love you you stupid bitch why don't you send me money i need money i'm homeless pictures of himself homeless you know called himself the king of the homeless and then i'm sorry about what i said in the previous message um you're so great you're the only person i have and she went about your situation in a different way do you want to 
discuss how you felt like what was the kind of process yesterday that you were going through well she's messaged the night before with the why don't you say anything and I was like I'll tell you tomorrow with the intention of um ignoring it and just not responding if I could that wasn't an option she repeated the question again identical wording so tell me why you won't save me so I gave her a fairly um straightforward business-oriented answer but I mean already fresh levels through the roof I'm hectically pissed off with her because of it all and that's what's really interesting is that once you you kind of tore apart her business thing and her justification it was okay but you should just do this yeah because I've been a victim of a crime I've been a victim everyone forgets that nobody cares I remember everything about everyone else. It was so hugely manipulative. Mm. She then said, look at how I I invested in your business last year. And that for me was just, okay, but you didn't do that because you were being nice to Russell, were you? It was so hectic. Yeah. The con was on. Yeah, and what she did wasn't even really investing. Um. She wanted me to do a website for her, so I agreed. I gave her a hectic discount, but then um, all of the requests and the demands just started escalating too much. It just wasn't worth it. I wasn't in a good space, so just landed up refunding her the money. It wasn't an investment. It was an attempted purchase that I declined. And okay, how much? How much did she? Was she going to pay you for the work you were going to do? to create an online thing for her 2000 sorry 2000 yeah 2000 which so I mean for a wanted, website is nothing so she exactly wanted 10 percent more from you is that is my maths right she wanted you to invest twenty thousand less than a year later yeah so that's like classic con artist 101 you give the person something and then you take 18,000 rand more from them but she also got that 2,000 rand back from you so she would have gotten I mean what's really interesting about this guy and about this girl is that there's no remorse they're either a victim they will say so this guy I mean I promise you it sounds like we're comparing a very extreme case with a like minor every day this happens to me thing but that's the whole point of critical whimsy because this guy he he also did what she did he he was like i was a victim of a attack and then he sent her a picture of his shirt and had like red on it and he was sending it to all these other girls so she's doing this to more than you more than one person she's trying to she's it's called fishing we know i mean and then she had a personal relationship with you. And because she w- was willing to exploit that, she exploited that side of it, the intimacy and the friendship. And I mean, this is this is crazy, crazy stuff. I mean, yes, you prevented it, but still there's a huge confusion because you haven't you haven't blocked her. You're waiting to see what she says yet next. Mm. And I mean, I, I was going to like message you last night and say, listen, can I block this person? Because I have got nothing to ever say to them again. But then Not I was way. like, no, we're a podcast. We've got to investigate further. Sorry? No, I no, know that. But way. for the podcast interest, for our, for our band, what happens next? 
because this escalates. This doesn't go away with a con person. A normal relationship, you don't do this. Yeah. And then also, I mean, she tried guilt. She tried anger. She tried bullying. I mean, you, you, you know, you, and, 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 and I think what's really interesting is that people still go, I mean, people had, there was police dockets after the sky and people and, and the, and the credit card companies actually had him marked as someone who steals money from people. And, and yet, you know, they'd still go, maybe it's a misunderstanding. And he would, he would write them a check that was much more, for much more than what he owed them and then it wouldn't go through and it would be all these little tricks and manipulations she's not on this level but the attitude towards the person the mark is the same as far as i'm concerned yeah she just doesn't have the skill levels that guy did but uh personality and attitudes identical but she would just escalate if she got away with this if she got the 20 grand from you now, within a few months, she would say, okay, cool. I need a further. Mm, because the uh, business wouldn't be doing well, but all it needs is a little bit of extra. And you just throw that in and just keep going. And there's also no like, so there was no kind of, will you invest in me for stock? Yeah. Or will you buy stock in my company? That's an official company. It's not an official company. It was just, save me give me this money but for my company but it's not for her company because she's saying if i don't get this money she said she'd lose her child she said she gave away her cats she was going to get rid of her dogs last week yeah she said that everything in her life depended on you giving her this exact amount yep exactly that and it's just it's just utter bullshit it's such a shitty thing to do it is, it's it's parasitic, and there are many many parasites that live in our society. You know, we live in a country with people. Um, you know, black tax is such a big thing. For our overseas listeners who don't know what that is, is that if you come from a black family and you, you come from uh, a very poor family and you get a job and whatever, then the moment anyone hears about what you're earning then you have Uncle Peter phoning you and saying, hey, can I please have a handout? And then you just, I held you as a baby and <laughs> I need some help. And that's a big thing. So you, know, you can go, cool, those big things like the Tinder swindler, that doesn't happen in real life. That's a true crime documentary very exciting but the fact is this is something that's happening to us every single day either we're doing it to people or we are having it done to us i think there's a big difference between doing it to someone and using sex and using emotional manipulation versus say i don't know selling fake tickets to see a saga i mean that's also really bad but that's the one that would get in trouble that's the one that you could go to prison for yeah uh what she's done she isn't you know there's no kind of you can't take out a case against her no no criminal liability at all and yet remember how when she started to contact me i immediately said this is someone who i don't want to know my, my address yeah. i don't want her to know where i live 
that she makes me feel unsafe. So what do you do now? How do you survive this? So what was really interesting is the difference between you and me is that my reaction would have been emotional. I would have been an emotional justification. You were able to kind of say you've approached me with business and finance and you gave her a very kind of a logical rationality, which she completely dismissed. Mm. And then the dismissal is painted the worst picture of the whole thing. Because then she's either, you know, she claimed that the business was successful at one point until the robbery, you know, that she went through. But uh, given what she, the business could have earned on a daily basis and that um, she was hoarding stuff, it just, the figures don't balance. You know, it's either chronic mismanagement or utter stupidity, or she's just lying. Because apparently she had, yeah, exactly. She had an entire... Her, all her savings were in her car. And then she said her friend got killed to you yesterday. Am I right? Yep. I mean, she never said that before, though. Nope. Not a thing. So someone had died in this attack. And she had all her jewelry in the car and all her money. I can understand that they took her phone and they transferred the money out of her account. That's fine. That she didn't actually have stacks of cash in the car. But then she also had all her jewelry in the car. That is very, very unlucky. Mm. Also, as a supplier of a product, we have seen people on the side of the road who cops, you know, get bribes from. And if they don't get the bribes, and this is all over the internet every day on every I Love group in Joburg, if they, they don't get the bribe, they then confiscate the person's stuff. And those are pillows and dog cushions and blankets, hundreds, possibly thousands of rands worth of merchandise. And these people have are homeless people who sell it. And they come back the next day with a whole bunch of new stuff. So don't tell me that a jewelry distributor can't do the same thing. Yeah. And I mean, why hasn't she started an Etsy store? We have a friend who has an Etsy store and who survives on an Etsy store. It's very impressive and confusing because what is an Etsy store? <laughs> yeah, nothing like that because, you know, she's got bad internet. So she says. Yeah, you see, that's... Yeah. But, you know, I know people that get load shit and then they go to the coffee store down the road. Yeah. And you, you, you go to Maggie get free Wi-Fi get... there. I mean, it's easy. And you pay 10 Rand for a coffee and then you, and then she would say, I don't even have 10 Rand. <laughs> All right. But, you know, you, you can ask one of the waiters for the Wi-Fi code. There's, you know, there's so uh, many ways to deal with this. Yeah, but she doesn't have 10 Rand for the coffee, but she can buy weed and magic mushrooms and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and she's got airtime somehow, even though she doesn't have internet, she's able to message you. Mm. So she's either got internet or she's got money for data, which is so much more expensive than internet. This is such a bizarre situation that you have gotten yourself into, my friend. Mm. You're the victim, so I'm not victim shaming, but it is this so I find like, and I'm just your sidekick in this, but it is so emotionally draining. It is so dehumanizing. You you actually start to feel you've been completely gaslit by this person. 
You've been completely manipulated. You don't know what's real, I'm sure, and what's not real in your relationship with her at this point. No, no not at all. But that's one thing that I've learned from my former uh, marriage. Uh, yeah. I'm less prone to getting gaslit and manipulated now. I've learned and adjusted and grown. Yeah. And, and we all do that's our adulting and growing. But at the same time, sensitive emotional people are more susceptible to being taken advantage of by people who who don't have those emotions because they see it in the other person they try to because initially i was going to suggest we did a narcissist episode because that's such a big and interesting thing and and what i kind of found with the message messages that were, were that you shared with me was that there was no there was no emotional connection with you in them there was no relationship with you mm. there was shaming of you that you didn't remember that her friend had been killed and she'd been in a terrible thing but that was also twisted i mean by by next week it will be and several people died uh i mean the fact that she's a mom and willing to use her kid as oh, leverage yeah. is very very upsetting for me and i mean the guilt the guilt of if I don't help this person, what if this is real? Because that's the thing with a good con. And a good emotional con, you've got to make the person not have a good day when you leave them, right? When that last message gets sent, you've got to have fucked up their day. <laughs> mm. If you're doing your yeah, job right. Let them sit on it and stew on that and just get more and more vulnerable. Exactly. And then the fact that now she's gone silent that there's been no apology or no kind of, oh, well, we still have our friendship. Mm. We can talk. The fact that it's now completely dead shows that she's just gone on to targeting and fishing it with someone else and that she'll get back to you when she feels like you're worried enough or when you reach out first. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not planning on reaching out first. Not planning on being worried so to help her either. Because the CWs, guys, this is this kind of thing that does happen. And sometimes it comes from your family members. And sometimes it comes from a friend. Sometimes it comes from a lover. Sometimes it comes from a partner, whatever. When people try to do this kind of thing, and you can see that you're creating all the emotions, and they don't actually care. If you say to them, listen, you're stressing me out. I'm getting depressed. I'm getting really anxious. Every time you message me, I'm, I'm upset. They go, well, you message me and I get upset and they kind of turn it around and mm. you know, whatever it, it becomes, it becomes your life starts to, you start to forget who you are. You start to forget your identity because your identity becomes about managing this other person's happiness except that with these con people i don't think you are actually they're just sucking emotional and financial and sexual and whatever stuff out of whoever comes along i yeah, mean no, there's not a single avenue that she hasn't tried to use i mean from me to the animals which was very upsetting i i, I couldn't i think that that's 
when she kind of really showed you that she had messed up because perhaps she she misunderstands what kind of people own pets and pet people don't feel anger feel sad when you go okay I've just given up my cats cats don't eat a lot you know you've got two cats it's a very low maintenance pet uh it's not gonna you can you can have a very you know cheap pet situation with one or two pets yeah you feel sad for the pets but angry at the person that gave them up but she expected you to take that that compassion towards the animal and go and that worry about the animal she wanted that from you she wanted you to be not about fluffy and 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 pooky whatever her pet's names were but to go because also I think she tried the dog thing the week before and it didn't get a reaction. And she had said to both of us, I will never get give up my cats. Yeah. My cats are my life. Then flippantly, she announced to you three days ago, I got rid of my cats. Yep, exactly what happened. And there's also, if she had said to you, I mean, if she listens to this podcast and she gets ideas, she said, SBCA, remove my pets and I need to go adopt them again. And, and prove that I can buy a bag of food. You would have bought a bag of cat food for her. You yeah. know, it, it wouldn't, or I would have, or anyone on Facebook and her terrible connection would have. But instead, there's never, it was just this vague amount of money she needed. Guaranteed, you put that money into her account, and then there's a party that night. Most definitely. Stephanie, that was one of the big things as well. She needs 20,000, but no breakdown of what she needs it for, what she's going to do with it. Just that's what she needs. That makes no sense. Because if you've ever lent money from someone, and I have, you you say how much the amount is. It'll yeah. Be it the doctor, be it the dentist, be it the um the the weeds the weed dealer, whatever it is, that it is that your heart, little heart desires petrol groceries you haven't you always have an amount and then you say because bread costs this much and weed costs this much and dog food costs this much and petrol and you have an exact amount but you don't go and give a generalized amount that is not the the, if you look up business uh, starting again after it was taken from you when your money was taken there's no it wouldn't come up as 20,000 rands such a and it's also a lot of money such a lot of money to ask someone for Mm. and what made me uncomfortable was the fact that she had a very specific number for you it wasn't a humble amount it wasn't like 200 rand or whatever which you know I think is a lot of money it was a very big amount. Yeah, and for a I business of um, body jewelry, it's a phenomenal amount given what that actually costs the suppliers and dealers. Oh, yeah. I mean, I worked in a crystal shop and guys would come in with raw crystals that they kind of, I don't know if they'd mined it or they just got in it. And they would pay, get paid, say, 300 bucks for, say, a kilo of crystals. Yeah. Really nice crystal. 
And then we would sit there and price all the individual pieces like 10 rand, 20 rand, 30 rand, 40 rand. It'd be like thousands and thousands and thousands of rands return yeah. on, you know, the product. So I know, and I mean, you could even, I mean, GPs, you could go to China more or wherever and you could get, you know, necklace like chains and stuff also five or six for 50 bucks no problem and attach i mean it's a pretty cheap very simple basic thing yeah she also refused to get a job because she said that she'd only earn and she was also very specific about that she'd only earn three thousand rand because i said to her why didn't you get a job i know some places that are looking she said no they only pay three uh, jobs uh, retail only pays three thousand and I was like, they don't. They pay yeah. a lot more than that, actually. Yeah, it's just utter bullshit from her part. So, I mean, what I think the only thing about this, apart from being so sorry that you went through this and hoping LCWs like learn from this and go, well, shit, I, I am in these <laughs> situations with someone in my life or I, you know, have experienced this and I, I think, you know, people will only feel compassion. The only concern is... And this is the biggest question that I ask you is why still keep up the communication with her? Why still be willing? Are you hoping that you know her better than we do and that, you know, she's going to show that there is this kind side of her? What, what, what is it? Are you hope, hoping you're just going to be proved wrong and the friendship can move forward? what is it is it because she's charismatic and 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 you have feelings for her what is it that would keep someone on the hook Mm. because you're still on the hook you're very you're much more rational than me you're very logical i mean the fact when when you sent your response to me i was like i'm so glad you didn't ask me what my response would be because it would have been how can you say this and this and this and you just went for the business but yet you're still keeping this open. Yeah, uh, part of me is interested to see what happens next, what the next attempt is. Part of it is probably misguided loyalty because we have been, and I'm using air quotes here, friends for years. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure why, though. What's driven me to keep it open, keep the channels open? I mean, one of the things she said to me, and I noticed with her narrative that it was very self-involved and was very about her and what she'd go through what she was going through and how she was suffering and then she would say I just wish that other people would care about me the way I care about them Mm. I I remember thinking to myself if, if people cared about me the way you care about me I would never want friends or people in my life again because this is not sustainable this is you 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 are a taker, my girl. And, you know, it's gone into a very ominous space because I also wonder, I think she does, unfortunately, uh, stupid, arrogant con people do tend to think they are smarter than everyone else. So she seemed to think you didn't know that you were supposed to just offer. Yeah, she knew better. She knew more. Don't think me. So yesterday she got to the point where she was just, I'm going to spell it out. Now, Russell's a bit of a chess player. I know this. And he's pretty strategic with people. 
And so I do kind of suspect that with you, you were kind of trying to Connor Connor and you were trying to see like how you could kind of keep your wits about you. But you know, the thing with those kinds of people is that maybe you got lucky with her or maybe you are just smarter than her and it was easy, but these kinds of things happen and they escalate. I mean, if you kind of, I think if you were to continuously hang out with her and see her, if you guys made up and like had a chill and Netflix this weekend, yeah. then there'd be a more emotional connection and there'd be a greater need to kind of then help her out, make her happy. That makes sense. Legitimate point of view. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that that guys, there are some people in our lives and sometimes we're related to them, sometimes we're married to them, sometimes we love them. And if we allow them to take and to manipulate us, th- we will never feel enough. And that's the problem. Maybe we'll feel enough for one day. Maybe we'll feel enough for a week. Maybe we'll feel enough for a month. But eventually they will turn around and go, you're not enough. And I speak from experience. I speak from experience of being with people that are takers Mm. and how hard and soul destroying that is. And, you know, I had a boyfriend a few years ago and he was such a taker and such a gaslighter. And I mean, I, I didn't keep my wits about you like you are. I was definitely chasing chaos. And I really did get myself into a bad situation and I definitely spent money on him and took care of him and provided for him and he had a lot more actually than I did yeah you know and that's the thing she's not worrying about the water bill or the electricity bill or the internet bill even (laughs) she's just worried about this fucking jewelry yeah it's so strange it's so impractical but also that's what she says she's worried about i'm not sure that that's true because at no point has she said my baby is running out of food or we didn't have water in the house today Mm. you know i feel like she almost doesn't even know what real poverty is because she never goes i'm just so hungry i haven't bought food she's like i can't even afford cigarettes one could argue maybe she's just an addict so it is just about getting fixed money you know that this whole thing is we're trying to rationalize it or I'm trying to rationalize because I'm like very much into what you need day to day, you know, day, daily comforts are what you know, concern me. And I would, and I just find it a very strange situation. But anyway, mm-hmm. I just want, I think part of adulting is that we are going to meet people in our lives They are going to try and take advantage of us. They're going to see what we have or what they think we have. And they're going to say, I should have that. And I mean, the irony is, guys, Russ and I do a podcast and ask for donations. But it's not like we're not rolling in our 20,000 rand stacks of cash. We're like two very poor podcasters. I'm a teacher. He's like taking photos, apparently probably of naked people you know we're trying to survive like everyone else we're not these glamorous people so she's targeting people that are pretty you know 
are, yeah. are just kind of daily surviving living checkbook to check check to check so yeah no daddy warbucks yeah so when we ask you for donations to support our pod and keep us going just so you know it goes to our equipment it goes to the fact that we can maintain and sustain our podcast and to bring you even more more i just want to say like and you know that because you you listen to many more podcasts because critical whimsy only came around in 2021 so you know the podcast's story and deal but i i just want to say that it's just like it's just an absolutely insane thing russ might be a better podcaster than joe rogan but he doesn't earn what joe rogan earns so Thanks, Spotify. We support whatever decision you make regarding Joe Rogan. <laughs> anyway, anything else more to say on this dreadful situation? Just well, as you said, it's um, something or similar happens on an almost daily basis. Uh, people just need to keep their wits about them and be on the lookout for it because guaranteed if it hasn't happened to you yet, it will soon in one way or another. Yeah, and like that's... seriously yeah and sometimes and i mean in our country which has a big blesser community uh you know sometimes it, it looks like the woman is taking advantage of the guy but you know she has to go home and have sex with this fat guy and i know that a lot of people aren't have sympathy for this kind of prostitution or whatever but there's 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 different ways of cutting people and people have different i think it also comes down to what is meaningful to the person and what is going to hurt what do, what do you give in the relationship when we we spoke about serving people last week and what is it that you're giving away maybe it's financial and maybe it's emotional maybe it's sexual and what is the person giving you in return and is that a fair deal for your soul do you get to go to bed loving yourself and that's something we must always keep in mind. But otherwise, okay, yeah. But that's that's enough. We'll move on from next week, unless Russ has another explosive thing. Maybe we'll even get them on the podcast and be like, guys, we'll do a live or something. You guys can attack her for us. But Russ, okay, where can people get hold of us? So we're on Facebook. Just search for Critical Whimsy. We've got a page. Or you can email us, criticalwhimsy at gmail.com. Give us your... Thoughts, and, feedback, any stories of similar situations you've been in? Yeah, because you know what? It's tough enough trying to adult and it's, it's other people don't make it very easy. So, you know, hike, hike today, don't give your cash away is my saying, <laughs> as I've always said for all these years of podcasting. <laughs> but yeah, guys, until we speak again, I'm Kat Think Critically. And I'm Russell. Be whimsical.